Hello, this is Cherry Agarwal from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, July 20th. Former Delhi Chief Minister Sheila Dixit passed away at the age of 81. She was admitted at Escorts Hospital in a critical state. Sheila Dixit had served as Delhi's Chief Minister for three consecutive terms between 1998 and 2013. She was succeeded by Aam Aadmi Party's Arvind Kejriwal. She was currently serving as the Delhi Congress chief a charge she took over in January this year itself. The Congress party tweeted, quote, "We regret to hear of the passing of Shrimati Sheela Dixit, lifelong congresswoman and as three-time CM of Delhi, she transformed the face of Delhi. Our condolences to her family and friends. Hope they find strength in this time of grief." Unquote. Dixit was credited for Delhi's growing infrastructure including roads and flyovers, a less polluted city, better public transport system, as well as the development on educational and health fronts. After a stint as Delhi's chief minister, she was sworn in as Kerala's governor in 2014, but she resigned in just 6 months. As of this recording, details about her last rites are yet to become available. Earlier today, President Ramnath Kovind announced the appointment of new governors to 6 states. These shuffles included appointments made to the states of Uttar Pradesh, West Bengal, Tripura, Madhya Pradesh, Bihar and Nagaland. Madhya Pradesh Governor Anandi Ben Patel has been transferred to Uttar Pradesh, Yogi Adityanath state. Her position will be taken over by Bihar Governor Lalji Tandon and his position in turn will be taken up by Fagu Chauhan. Senior advocate and former Janata Dal MP Jagdeep Dhankar has been appointed as the West Bengal Governor. He will be replacing Kesrinath Tripathi. Bharatiya Janata Party MP Ramesh Bayas has been appointed as the governor of Tripura. He will replace Kaptan Singh Solanki. Former interlocutor on Naga Talks Arun Ravi has been appointed as Nagaland governor. A press statement released by the Rashtrapati Bhavan stated that the appointments would take effect from the dates that the new governors assume charge of their respective offices. On July 16th, President Kovind had appointed BJP leaders Anasuya Ukhe and Biswabhushan Harish Chandran as the governors of Chhattisgarh and Andhra Pradesh respectively. A day earlier, on July 15th, he had also announced the appointment of former Union Minister Karl Raj Mishra as the governor of Himachal Pradesh. Mishra was replacing incumbent governor Acharya Devrath who was transferred and appointed as the governor of Gujarat. Ten people from the Gond community were killed and at least 19 were injured in a shootout in Uttar Pradesh's Sonbhadra district on July 17th. Two days later, when Congress General Secretary Priyanka Gandhi Vadra was on her way to meet the relatives of the Sonbhadra massacre victims, she was stopped. Earlier today, Gandhi met relatives of some of the victims. She tweeted, quote, Finally met the families of the Obha massacre. What they have been through is unimaginably brutal and unjust. Every single Indian should stand with them in the name of humanity. Unquote. Gandhi also announced that the Congress party will give compensation of 10 lakh rupees to the kin of the persons who died in the incident. Gandhi had been sitting on a dharna in a guest house after the Uttar Pradesh police detained her while she was on her way to Sonbhadra district. She spent the night in the guest house and refused to leave until she was allowed to meet the kin of the victims. While Gandhi was allegedly in detention, the Congress party claimed that the Uttar Pradesh government wanted to quote unquote deport Priyanka Gandhi Vadra. Congress spokesperson Randeep Singh Surjewala tweeted, quote, "After illegally detaining Priyanka ji for 48 hours, BJP government does a U-turn. Despite converting Sonbhadra into a police camp, victims walk 70 kilometers to meet Priyanka ji and narrate horrific massacre. She assures to fight for justice." Unquote. 
Congress leader Rahul Gandhi alleged in a Facebook post that the Adityanath administration was quote-unquote dictatorially inclined. He added that Priyanka Gandhi Vadra's imprisonment at the Chunar guest house was an attempt to destroy democracy. The Congress party will not get scared of such tactics and stop fighting for Dalits and Adivasis, he said. People's Democratic Party President Mehbooba Mufti on Saturday dissolved the Political Affairs Committee of the party. The PAC or the Political Affairs Committee was the party's top decision-making panel. News agency PTI quoted an unnamed party spokesperson as saying, quote, Mehbooba Mufti has dissolved the PAC and a new body will be reconstituted in the near future, unquote. So far, the party has not given any reason for this decision. Only a few days earlier, top leaders of the People's Democratic Party such as Imran Ansari, Altaf Bukhari and Bashrat Bukhari had quit the party. The latest to resign was the PDP's founding member, Mohammad Khalil Bandh. He said the party had been appended after former Chief Minister Mufti Mohammad Saeed's demise. Bandh said it was not worth continuing to be associated with the party when the founding principles had been compromised. Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps seized a British tanker in the Strait of Hormuz. The tanker was allegedly seized for violating international maritime regulations. According to news agency AFP, as many as 18 Indians, including the captain, were on board. The other five crew members included a Filipino, Latvian and a Russian. India's Ministry of External Affairs is ascertaining further details. The ministry said, quote, our mission is in touch with the government of Iran to secure the early release and repatriation of Indian nationals. Unquote. Meanwhile, Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard or the IRGC has said that the Stena Emperor tanker was confiscated by the Revolutionary Guards at the request of the Hormozgan Ports and Maritime Organization when passing through the Strait of Hormuz. The tanker has now been handed over to the organization for the required legal procedure and investigation. According to the Director General of the Hormozan Ports and Maritime Organization, the British tanker had collided with a fishing boat on its route. The Director General was quoted as saying that according to law, after an incident, it is necessary that the cause of the accident is investigated. He added that when the British tanker did not respond to signals from the fishing boat, the crew on the boat informed the ports and the maritime organization. Stena Bulk and Northern Marine Management, which owns the Stena Emperor tanker, said the vessel had come under attack by small boats and a helicopter in the Strait of Hormuz. The company added that it was now unable to contact the tanker. United States National Security Council spokesperson Garrett Marquis condemned the seizure. He said, quote, The US will continue to work with our allies and partners to defend our security and interests against Iran's malign behavior. Unquote. Meanwhile, Britain has claimed that Iran had captured not one but two ships in the Persian Gulf. Foreign Secretary Jeremy Hunt said, quote, I am extremely concerned by the seizure of two naval vessels by Iranian authorities in the Strait of Hormuz. These seizures are unacceptable. Unquote. I will leave you with a recommendation from Newslaundry.com. In this week's Reporters Without Orders, we were joined by independent journalist Konal Purohit and New Indian Express's Anusha Ravi. We discussed the Congress's future, the Karnataka crisis and so much more. Given that the Karnataka Assembly was adjourned yesterday without a floor test, despite demands against any further delay, it is important to know and understand the root as well as the history of the conflict. For this, 
Do tune in to Reporters Without Orders, our weekly podcast that features young voices of young reporters who are right in the middle of all the action. For us to be able to do this, to put together an insightful, informed and representative panel, we need your support. We need guest coordinators, producers and editors. We need to be able to pay for bijli laptops and chai and samosas, please. And we need to be able to do this independently. So to support media's independence, do consider subscribing because if you don't, news will die. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you Monday. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.